everybody, it's your old friend Amundi Madness and welcome to another episode of the Jelly Phil Donut Podcast. Woo! Woo! Oh, so I say, did I say, sorry, did I say Jelly Phil Donut? I meant to say Jelly Filler Donut, because that's exactly what this is. <sighs> for the next For the next 20 weeks. <laughs> so, uh, we're only five episodes away from uh, Koga. Yes, yeah. that's true. So, eyes in the prize, lads. Yeah. Okay. For Just us, for us it's a long time. Make you. through the filler. <laughs> yeah. For you, it's merely a week. For us, it's pain and suffering. <laughs> but um, but yes, we are we're back on another episode of the uh, Indigo League of the of the original Pokemon cartoon series that you all remember from your childhoods. Yeah. And uh, as you will see from this podcast, you'll drink to forget, uh, or at least if last week was anything to go by. Thankfully, there's no, le- very little nonsense in this episode. There's a lot more wholesome. I yeah. think the episode is still nonsense. Yeah. Well, no. It's clever. Aren't you clever? Yeah. Anyway, so this episode is called Pokemon Fashion Flash. Um, ah. Not that quite, but... That's uh, incredible. It's, it really isn't. Um, but we are in... Uh, uh, do we do we reckon this is still Celadon City, lads? Yeah. I want to say this is now like West Celadon. <laughs> Wait, like what's West End Celadon? Yeah. Uh, West End Celadon. West End Celadon, yeah. yeah. Change right. approved. There yeah. we go. Yeah. But no, I'd still say this is Celadon, because yeah. after this, you have the cycling road on one end. That's what I'm saying. He's literally over. migrating down to where he's meant to be. So, yeah, yeah I think that works. Um, so, yeah, let's start the episode, lads. Let's not waste time. We open with a shot of a building that says Citrus Street 506 in the front, with what appears to be an Eevee, yeah. a Flareon, and Doduo on the sides. Asha asks why they've come here, and Brock tells them to wait as Misty remarks on the amount of beauty parlors. Um, so again, it is pretty much like, oh, this is where everyone goes to be pretty. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the narrator enters to see that they've gone to Scissor Street, saying that only Brock knows the reason why they're here. I can hazard a uh, fucking guess. I have to think this is the equivalent of like the Grafton Street, the high-end shopping district. I guess so, Sorry. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if we have one of them in Ireland, but I mean... That's clo- the closest we have. I guess so, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah, it is closest, yeah. But I was thinking more like the really kind of upstate New York type uh, shops, yeah. like you know, where oh, yeah. you're, like, you have to pay like a thousand Fifth or, Avenue or Fifth Avenue, yeah, or like, like, something you have to pay like a thousand to even look at the place. Yeah, Hollywood you know? Boulevard or yeah. those kind of things. That that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's one of those ones. And um, the rich part of Celadon, yeah, you know, you know, the the other side of Celadon is where the game corner is, and all the hobos like <laughs> yeah. fight themselves and change. So. so that's like the O'Connell Street. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Quirky's Funtime Emporium. <laughs> Dr. Quirky's Game Corner. <laughs> we can, look at all the wonderful things we have. We have uh, we have caps, we have dratinis, and we have porygons. Get your, get your Dr. Quirky's. Uh. So, uh, yeah. So again, uh, Missy remembers that Scissor Street is also called Breeder's Lane as Brock looks left and right to try and find something. Mm-hmm. And then Ash then realises that Brock is always uh, looking for the, ne- the latest breeder gear. He yes. is definitely looking for a hooker. He's, <laughs> I mean, don't call it Breeders Lane for nothing. <laughs> Breeders Lane, or also known as Shagger Street, um, more appropriate. Uh, the narrator continues to say Brock's dream is to become a breeder. So shockingly, we're doing an episode about Brock this week. Oh, okay. Hooray! I know everyone was looking for that. So we explain that uh, someone who's trying to learn how to raise Pokemon, that is a Pokemon breeder. And we yeah. get our title screen from there. So I love well, like we've basically waited 20 or so episodes because we've introduced Brock already at this point. Yeah. We're familiar with the character. Well, now you go, okay, now let's tell you what a Pokemon breeder actually means. Yeah, because like, he's it's just not going, as like, I want to be the think. best breeder. And everyone's like, okay. Why? Grand. Off you go. Good. Why are you hanging out with children? <laughs> Oh, you're a Pokemon breeder. Ah, yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, you're still going to need to explain that. Yeah, you're, you're still under arrest either way. 
You're not getting about that easy, motherfucker. Oh, head of the Pokemon Lovers Club. Oh, oh. I see. You've been exposed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he doesn't travel to fucking ho- to Jodor Holland. There's, there's fucking APBs out for him. <laughs> so we see a, when we come back to the Titan stream, we see a few people in kind of strange costumes, like kind of like cavalier suits and fucking mm-hmm. like other like punk outfits and stuff. Um, in fact, there's a, there's a Bulbasaur with a punk haircut, which I found really funny. Oh, yeah. Because um, we all know Bulbasaur is the most punk of the starters. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Nah, Squirtle, come on. But it's gases. Yeah. Squirtle, mohawk, leather jacket, shades, absolutely. Charmander in a leather jacket. Will set fire to itself all the time. Yeah. That's pretty metal. That's compared. pretty punk. That's pretty punk, yeah, in fairness. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more, I, I'm thinking more like uh, Charmander is more your, like, uh, your house kind of uh, variety. Like, he literally sets light to the place. Like, he's <laughs> literally on fire. You know? Uh, but anyway uh, Brock explains there are a lot of Pokemon salons in this area and Misty is immediately distracted by a poster showing the latest fashion so I'm sorry Burkbaugh Misty's a girl again yeah no like, in fairness you know if I saw bizarrely dressed Pokemon outfits I think I would be intrigued by that yeah it's true it, they're saying it's fashion but it's just bizarre costumes yes and that is fashion to me though you know I, I love a good costume party so, uh, you know... Halloween is her favourite holiday. Yes, you should my, know. I should know, Which yes. is why I turn up to all of your non-costumed birthday parties in it, a costume. Isn't it such weird... I, I, it, it, that's the thing. If I haven't had a birthday... I think it's just me being a miserable fuck. But I've just never had a Halloween party because it's always been a birthday. And I've tried to make every Halloween party a Halloween party but, because I dress up. You told me it was a costume party. Yes. Yeah. You've had no say in the matter. <laughs> <laughs> to her, no it's a costume party. Up, but we, we stole the show. You did. You did. Thanks for that. <laughs> Dr. Krieger. Yes. Well, in fairness, maybe, maybe this year is going to be different. Who knows? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Who knows? We'll see. But, um, but yeah. Like, Gossler. Gossler. <laughs> We're all not, we are not dressing up as this podcast. That is not fucking happening. Um, so of madness to show up as a jelly-filled donut. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's, that, that is absolutely not happening. No chance. If it is, it has to be Paul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, as Brock explains that there's a lot of uh, salons in the area, she's obviously, Misty's obviously distracted by a, a, a poster. The poster is of an Ekans and a coffin. Hmm, where have we seen them before? With frogs with an R pointing to the left. Misty then thinks that's cute, and Ash gets pulled into it, as Brock, as Brock thinks on it, going, hmm, this looks very gauche. Um, we see a queue outside of a place with a love heart and an R. I love the way this looks, because the R is so clearly... Like stitched onto the scene, yeah. yeah. Like it's you can see the outline that like the shading is all wrong. And yeah. I just like, I mean, for the, for someone who does like video stuff, I every time I see that, I just cringe. Like, oh, oh my god, you did that so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't you do the shading? A hundred percent opacity. What are you thinking? Point. It's supposed to stand out. Oh, it fucking does stand out, yeah. James. You can tell it's like a fucking like bam, fix it. Yep. Yeah. Get rid of that strange kanji stuff. You can't have kids seeing that. Um, and uh, it obviously has a voiceover James then saying Pokemon can be unbelievably beautiful saying they will dazzle you with the latest designs from Salon Roquet which is like the fucking hyacinth bouquet yeah, of fucking Pokemon I was still going to make that reference the Roquet residence lady of the house speaking well again it's a Pokemon episode Team Rocket do have to keep up appearances <gasps> Boo. shut up James that, that was, was brilliant that, that was brilliant that was, that, that's the title of the episode it is Rick <laughs> so, uh, so um, obviously that name does sound familiar to some people. Other words, other words do not take the hint. 
And Brock looks at the poster again and quips that is, is it meant to be a Pokemon or a Christmas tree? Because Ekans is wearing his, like, why give you a long kind of dress with, like, tassel, tinsel on fairness, I'm surprised Ash wasn't the one making that comment. Brock, like, Ash was too, get, too distracted to be by getting pulled in by Misty. Yeah. You know? Like, literally, it's a case of, like, here, you, you have to come with me. Yeah. yeah. Which is, like, unfortunately what, like, I think every person, like, in Well, a... like, we've already established Brock has his own kind of agenda, um, so she doesn't necessarily want to be pulled along with that, so she's going to do her thing and drag Ash along. Absolutely, yeah. We need, we, she needs company, you know? Yeah. She needs a second opinion. Um, so, in the, inside the salon, we see Jesse and James, uh, they're fever, feverishly working on two Pokemon. Uh, like, they are actually working in Garford, they're actually on, on, the, on the job. Like, like I feel like this is their calling. Yeah. You they know, love if, we're, this. if we're doing a What Will Rocket Do, I think they should just do this. Yeah. They literally work, they love every single minute of this. Yes. Like, I don't think this is even part of the fucking, like, sting. <laughs> yeah. they, I think they actually just genuinely enjoy working on Pokemon. Yeah. And, you know, all power to them, you know? I'm so, is this a rocket operation, or is this then... Oh, this is a Jesse and James operation, like, this yeah, is their this passion. Is then, this is them just, we need to make some money, let's do this. <laughs> We're on, like, indefinite unpaid leave. Uh, it's, <laughs> they got their holiday that they were asking for. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, shit, we need money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you say that, but like, I feel like this is their passion project. I think this is them just going like, "Here, I just want to, I just want to do something fun." And then and the twerp has to turn up and ruin their fun. Well, so, okay, well, to be fair, if anyone's ruining their fun, it's me out. Yeah. Who's like the yeah. actual like, can we please make some fucking money? I'm mm. sick of wearing this coat. Um, because like Jesse and James are actually in like kind of like fat like I suppose like a like an actual like kind of like like a a hairdresser's gown in a sense yeah. like an actual like a, like I can't actually the name of the. The actual jacket itself, there's a name to it, but I just can't remember. It's like a Howie coat, as far as I know. But um, but yeah, they are they're there and um, they are working on two Pokemon in particular. Jesse is working on a Raichu, and um, saying that the Dragon Ball Pokemon are getting complete makeovers. Um, that makeover being lipstick for the Raichu, yeah, eyelashes, so blusher, which means the cheeks are now purple, lilac instead of red, and mm-hmm. um, which should really impact their fucking. Uh, Attacking ability, but however, never. How they didn't get zapped doing that, it's beyond me. Very good point, actually. Very yeah. well trained. Yes. Mm. Uh, we also, the now also has stars across its belt, uh, belly and a band across its shoulders. And then it gets a necklace then to go with. James is working on Dodrio and focusing on its hairstyles. So um, they both say they'll make a, a Pokemon a pretty mon and unveil their finished work. Now, I'm not going to criticise their work, but and I'm not, I'm not playing a dedicated follower of fashion, uh, like a certain David Bowie, but... I don't think this is going to work somehow. Well, like, like you, sorry, go on. You see the Pokemon don't like they see their reflection in the mirror and they're like, "Oh God!" And their owner's like, "Yes, so pretty." Which is how I imagine my dog is whenever I put a coat on her. <laughs> I'd say you take a look. What was it? Gen four had stickers that you could put on Pokeballs. Yes, it's basically. If you made use out of that feature, you put them on haphazardly mm. and they're as decorated as the Pokeballs were. Pretty much. So, yeah, that's true. Like, I'd say you can criticise it, but people did crap like that. And especially with the contests, the beauty contests that they had. I was about to say, this actually predates a lot of the gimmicks that would be in later generations. Which, yeah. like, if you, you give your Snivy a Snivy a top hat and a cane and you give <laughs> crap like that. Yeah, so, true. yeah, this is just a precursor. It is. We, we were warned. We didn't. We didn't hit the warnings. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the unfinished work for Dojo at least is one of its uh, heads have white face paint on. Yeah. And has dreadlocks, which is a strange uh, move. And then I think then the other two heads have kind of like different, like kind of like one has a buzz cut, the one has a mohawk, that type of deal. 
and they both say they'll make they uh, they are masterpieces. They're fashion masterpieces, according to Team Rocket. Or sorry, Salon Bouquet, of course. <laughs> and the customers waiting outside as they carry out the Pokemon to her. She's like overdressed. She's like she likes a fucking like old um, like kind of like, Etonian fucking like um, uh, ballroom dancer. Yeah. Uh, so Raichu and Dodrio see themselves in the mirror and they're as Burkwatt said earlier on completely mortified and <laughs> I would be too to be fair um, Miette is counting the money as Jesse and James see out the customer Miette saying they're overspending on advertising reminding them that TV adverts cost too much and they're in to make a profit so I'm glad that somebody on the team is trying to keep them on track but already Jesse and James are like too self-absorbed with their own creation you know um, I mean I certainly would be self-absorbed over that yeah. <laughs> that we're we're seeing here, you know. But hey, they rent, they rent, they're they've got their own place, so you know, fair play to them. And um, so Jesse says they know what they're doing, saying the more hype means the more customers uh, willing to spend thousands on their Pokemon. So you see, they get marketing and everything. Yeah, they, they've got a they've got a business plan. Um, we see Pokemon leaving, and Misty says she's gonna get in line. Before Ash can reply, point uh, Brock points out something and shouts, "It's there!" And he just fucking bolts to it. So we always see is a is kind of black a blank like shop front like a mini yeah. shopping center. Yeah, L- really. a little mini mall. Yeah, um, but Brock is ecstatic. He's found it. Whatever it is, he's been looking all over for it. Uh, and in the doorway, there's again. I hate this because he superimposed it onto the door. Yeah. It's a picture of a Vulpix on a pane of glass. It's like you could just knock the opacity down five percent. I beg you, just take the outline of it at least. <laughs> nope, no, you're just being a dickhead. And um, so, so Brock hand, Brock's hands are trembling or, as he reaches for the handle, but uh, Ash and Misty, Misty uh, walk straight in, uh, asking what he's afraid of. And again, I ask you, uh, James and Werfel, what could Brock possibly be afraid of in this room? Like, clearly, it's the chancy that's inside. He's terrified of it. He's terrified of it. seen too much. He's terrified of looking, of seeing that anything looks like an egg. <laughs> he's scared of egg shaped things. As a breeder, that's going to be bad. Yeah. The, don't worry, eggs weren't invented at this time, it's okay. fine. So. We um so we do see someone massaging a Chansey um as they walk in. Brock is screaming and he goes ah and he just then finally stumbles inside. And the girl says to Chansey to relax, release all the tensions as Brock looks on still trembling. Chansey is practically glowing as it says it should have more energy. Bounces up and admires itself in the mirror. So we you see we're already getting the the framing device here. And there there's no um you know extra pieces on the ch- Chansey. It just looks like a Chansey. Yeah. You know with some shine on it. Yeah, exactly. But no it, lipstick, no stars and stickers. I look how very dismissive you are of this uh, salon. It's like, you haven't done anything to it. You haven't pimped my Chansey. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually just saying, like, no, the Chelsea is happy in how it appears. Yes. And that's good. Again, it, 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 it's going to be the centre of the of the story. It's like inner beauty versus outer beauty. Which is better? I think that's literally a quote in the episode. Yeah, it is. That Like, they've said that like, they've said that, like several times. They literally, yeah. like, hit you over the fucking head with that gimmick. Yeah. You know? Um, so uh, yeah, the customer is in kind of high pitched male voice. It's a very androgynous character, mm-hmm. um, and basically says the Chansey looks precious, uh, and the customer says thanks and calls the girl Susie. So finally, we know what the central character of this episode is called. Yeah. Finally, and um, she asks for the next customer, but Ash uh, sheepishly says they're browsing because like she doesn't want to like you know oh, well, she's gonna rub my Pokemon. I don't want that. Um, but Brock cuts in to try and say something, but um, well, he tries to say something very profound, but ends up being. Blah, 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 blah. Because that's what Brock does when he finds someone he actually does fancy. Yeah. So, in fairness, this isn't this the ghost is admir- of This is admiration as much as, you know, mm. fancying. Yes, like, it's you know, a combination like, of the two. Yeah, it is actually, like, not just a, a woman, Lost. but a woman with a, 
an actual talent. Yes. And you know he doesn't have to handle that. Yeah, like they're but, usually just wooden roll in his mind. Now they're yeah. two things crossing over, and he's like, what? That is enough for like that is quite a lot for even a male brain to comprehend sometimes. Because mm. I just see you as as Burpa, you know. Mm-hmm. You know I, I can't see you as like both like I don't know someone who does football and science. Like how the fuck does that work? Pick <laughs> one, all right? It's really complicated. Pick a lane. Well, you draw stuff as well. How the give the fuck are you so talented? <laughs> <laughs> it's cheating, I say. Um. So yeah. Um. We. Uh, Brock is obviously trying to say something, he stumbles over his words, so Missy cuts in and he, she draws our attention to a Vulpix mm. curling up sleeping on a chair. Again, we wouldn't know what that's like. Yeah. Um, so Missy wants to hug it as Ash checks the Pokedex. It explains it has six tails and grows more tails the more it evolves, which is true. It does grow more tails over the series. Yeah. Um, but it never, I don't think it ever evolves into nine tails as far as I can remember. Um, Missy loves a Vulpix's hair and wishes, it had, and wishes that Missy had such soft hair as that. Which is, um, you know, I guess weird. It's like, oh, your dog's fur is nice. I wish I had fur like that. I don't know. Some, some dogs have really nice curly fur. And I'm like, oh, I'm kind of jealous. I'm, I'm, I have no answer to that. To be fair, considering I look like a cue ball most of the time. I mean, I can't really fucking <laughs> talk, really. It's like, oh, you have hair. Good for fucking you. <laughs> hmm. So you're uh, just jealous of all animals. I'm jealous, hair. yeah. So yeah, you kind of do see what Misty's The only po- Pokemon I couldn't be jealous of is Electro. Because they fucking look like one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> including the tan line like <laughs> so um, so yeah as that happens then she goes to pet pet the Vulpix but Susie says not to touch it and said Missy has picked up the Vulpix as you do about to call the cutest Pokemon she's ever seen and then gets blasted in the face by a wall of fire because yeah. don't forget Vulpix is a fire type yeah. um, she knows now of course and Vulpix hops out of her hands and goes back to the chair yawns and goes back snoozing which Crazy is shit <laughs> In fairness, if you're just picked up and like, you know... Woken up. Yeah, woken up from a nice slumber, you know? I mean, again, I wouldn't know what that's like. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Misty mumbles and falls over. The Pokedex chimes in far too late to say that he uses fire attacks. Uh, like, she should know that. She knew it was a Vulpix. Mm. Yeah. Like, so she would have known Vulpix is a fire Even type. hearing the deck saying, that, you know, yeah. to watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. But cute! She, she, yeah, that's the thing. She got her, her, her female instincts took over. She just saw something cute and said, I cannot resist. Please look at the cute thing. Yes. That is how it works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, so Susie explains that it doesn't like being picked up or hugged by strangers. Uh, mm-hmm. Misty would have liked to have known sooner, but um, yeah, that's how it goes. Brock is like shimmying at the shot um, in the background here. He's like, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, and yeah. gets attention. Uh, the Space Avengers walk, as we like to call it. <laughs> Um, so Susie turns around and Brock nervously uh, says, "Hi, I'm 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 a bro- I'm a Brock Rock trying to fuck," <laughs> and says he wants to breed like her. I mean, I want to breed with you. Fuck. <laughs> uh, she wants to be a breeder like her. There we go. Got it. Got there eventually. Um, Susie is flattered that Brock wants to uh, make her his model, and Brock says, "Yes, yes, I want to model you. I, I want to fuck you. God damn it." <laughs> It was a frantic funny. Right in my. Really and he just says like, "Your Vulpix is nice, and thank God I didn't say Vulva." <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> uh, again, I want to point out that we would have gotten into trouble for saying that. Line. Yeah. But no, it's grand for her. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking smash that patriarchy. <laughs> Fucking uh, okay. So Ash and Missy are obviously lost until uh, Brock burst out with asking uh, Susie to accept him as her pupil. 
Um, again, I thought this was a mistranslation, but the reaction is a bit over the top from Ash and Miss. It's like, no, what are you doing? Like, you have so much to live for. Why do you want to be a pupil? It's like, it's like no, it's just like, it's a protege, it's an apprentice. Yeah. It's not that fucking big deal, like. Um, but uh, Ash tries to reason with him, Brock said, tells him to mind his own business. Susie says she doesn't take on pupils, as breeding takes up all of her time. Well, no. Uh, well, well, I think that's music to fucking Brock's ears. I think you'll find. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ash asks what makes her a great breeder, and Brock screams at Ash's ignorance. So this is where Brock fangirls here. Yep. Um, which may be welcome change because normally he's like you know a different type of uh, of uh, obsession. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. Your words better than mine. Uh, so Brock explains with a microphone so literally he dra- hands it up he's like on a on a PA here Susie was awarded the trophy of excellence at the world breeders contest three years in a row goes on to say and then she like stands with spotlights like quite shy like you know kind of embarrassment yeah. like, please stop putting me on the pedestal and readers of Pokemon Friends magazine calls her the most popular breeder four years growing you had a copy of Pokemon Friends magazine back in the day Brock, didn't you you had a description sure yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had lots of magazines I couldn't possibly comment um, and apparently her website gets 10,000 hits a day 9,990 of those are rock <laughs> <laughs> please breathe with me please breathe with me now fuck <laughs> the com- her fucking comments page must be a minefield of <laughs> sex pests um, again I wouldn't know what that's like folks <laughs> um, Misty agrees with Brock's description um, Ash uh, says uh, he hears him clear and loud because he was screaming the entire thing yeah. Yeah. Uh, Misty speculates if Vulpix has won any awards in competition and Brock then slides again with a microphone to explain that <laughs> Vulpix is a supermodel of the Pokemon world the hair and flowing tails make Vulpix a top tier model what other Pokemon do you think could make as good supermodels in, uh, in the Pokemon world uh, that, that's a very awkward question what are the what ones are Loved by the creeps of yes. the Pokemon world. I have I have a solid one. Uh, Wigglytuff. Oh. Do you not remember it's, really? Do you remember it's a uh, Dex entry? Where like it literally like people cannot stop touching its fur because it's so soft. Oh I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Poor fucker. <laughs> uh, he has Wigglytuff as his entry today. <laughs> oh you're so wrong about that. <laughs> but uh, oh, like, it has to be like Machamp. I'd say would be a good mo- like a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, something for the for something for the ladies. Mm. Yes, I'd say Jinx. Jinx is a got me an acquired taste. I think, like with the dancing, with the singing, the kissing. Mm. Yeah, I can see that actually. Yeah, she might have a yeah. Um, um, it's just basically going off what's humanoid. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like it's going like objectively what's cute, or at least in the in the matchup case, is like oh, that's just actively physically impressive. Yeah, you know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, obviously uh, Brock continues to go here until Ash just tells him to shut the fuck up, which you know, we're all thankful for at this point. Yep. Volpic just kind of yawns at it. Um, tea is served as Susie hears they're all on the Pokemon adventure. And Pikachu agrees as eat some food. And Susie compliments Pikachu on its shiny coat. Uh, yes, it's all that fighting I have to keep doing because Ash is ter- such a terrible trainer. And um, uh, Susie asks if Brock is the one to prepare all the food, and he literally just go. He gets like stands bolt upright and goes, "Yes, no, it's it's me. I I can prepare food for you. I mean, <laughs> but uh, what are we asking again?" Um, and uh, he obviously says, "Yes, he does." And Missy says, "It's Brock's uh, recipe as well. So he's that talented, but he doesn't want to you know imp- impress himself on Susie." 
Uh, oh, he, he really does. Yeah, he's, he's trying. He wants someone else to say it though. That's the thing. That's why he's being so like, oh, like, oh yeah, it, it's my food. And then Missy like is the is the wingman of the situation. Then you know, um, so uh, Susie explains that her breeding career started the same way as uh, as Brock because she was uh, first interested in Pokemon nutrition, um, which is kind of the thing that they they don't necessarily do it in the game, but it's kind of funny like in the Sword and Shield one, where like. If you don't know, Sword and Shield is in Galar, which is a replica of the UK, of England and Scotland, yeah. mostly. And the hilarious thing was that the, the people that make the Pokemon games, Game Freak, they basically went on holiday to England to basically get like a feel of the culture and stuff like that. And They didn't find much. They didn't really find much, because most the Brits mostly took their culture from other, other places. But all, all they got was belligerent football fans, which to turn into Team Yell. Yes, that, <laughs> no, that, that's genuinely it. Like the, the, the three main takeaways of England was... One stadiums, yeah. And um, two was like kind of obviously the decor, the kind of like old like Georgian style decorations. And three, curry. Curry yeah. was the main takeaway because curry is a mechanic in Sword and Shield. Yeah. Where literally like you can go camping and you can basically make a curry for your Pokemon, make them happy, mm-hmm. restore their health. Like I don't think I ever used that. It's like, a really good mechanic. I loved it. It's really good mechanic. Honestly, I, it works. Yeah. It really fucking works. Because if you want to evolve a Pokemon with happiness, it's the quickest way. Literally, like, get good at making curry and boom, done. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Yeah. What was your favourite curry work on? Uh, sweet and sour one to make it, but in real life I wouldn't. Yeah. That wouldn't be my favourite. Uh, again, I love what, like, most of the meals were just called curry when they're really not a fucking curry. Yeah. <laughs> curry going by the actual textbook definition of it, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but uh, like I said, like, that's, that's, that's kind of like, it's almost like little nods to, like, all these episodes where you just had a throwaway character that does these things yeah. and now oh it's a now mechanic we can throw in so it's kind of cool um, so uh, obviously uh, we see this um, uh, where am I at I lost, my, lost track of where I was I'll cut this part out there we go right so uh, Vulpix hops onto the bench and looks at the food that Pikachu was eating uh, Pikachu shares his piece with Vulpix which takes it and uh, eats it in one go loves it there we go and um, uh, Brock is uh, apparently prepared this batch and it's amazing that Vulpix loves it yeah because um, she only likes the cooking of Susie's cooking yes which you know it's just new exotic flavours that Brock is bringing in yes like, so she, when you find like a new fruit from a tree and you're like ooh what kind of cu- uh, curry can I make with this mm, that's it yeah uh, and, and like I said Susie's impressed with that because uh, it clearly knows that uh, it's a fan of uh, Brock's cooking yeah Brock nervously thanks Volpix and thumps his head on the table because that's what you do when you're embarrassed apparently. You just give yourself a fucking concussion. Misty then asks uh, Susie about the really pimped out po- looking Pokemon out on the streets asking if they're the latest trend. And she says yes. Um, it's a pretty large looking tacky looking building as uh, Ash yeah. calls it. Um, Susie explains that once it opens some trainers have tried to make their Pokemon as flashy as possible. Um, quite, so quite literally Salon Roque is pimp my Pokemon. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. Um, yeah, who's exhibit? Fairness, I don't it's think. Meowth, Meowth, Meowth exhibits, exhibit. yeah. All the bling. All the bling. Um, I mean, it's got a coin in his head. You can't get any more bling than that, yeah, to be that's fair. True. I'm having real Gen 5 flashbacks and watching that. <laughs> the um, fashion contests. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm seeing here as well. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Brock is saying that a salon, that salon is causing the trend, while Susie explained the true breeders bring out the strength and personality of their Pokemon. But the new fad is just about the looks rather than anything else. So, again, 
this is kind of untrue with some of the mechanics of the later games where like again where there are curries of course and yeah. world games curries yeah. you get little perks like you can get like oh they'll like resist a, a faint or something like that or yeah. they'll resist poisoning or something yeah, like that yeah they'll shake off a paralysis yeah or, like, like or they hang on just because you fed them such nice food and do you know what I agree with that yes and rightfully so that's give and take you know um, so Ash agrees that's, uh, saying it's a waste of time showing off but Missy says some Pokemon like getting dressed up like that like people do and looks at Pikachu for a suggestion um, she dreams of Pikachu in a skirt with a flower on its head but Pikachu just goes dude lay it off right you, <laughs> like, I just know Pikachu's like I know you're thinking of something and I do not agree with it <laughs> I am not comfortable with this conversation yeah. Stop Look, I know I was happy to smell that perfume last week, but... I'm really not that inclined. I am yeah. completely androgynous. I don't <laughs> care. I'm a mouse. <laughs> you cannot dress up a mouse. Um, although Stuart Little would beg to differ on that, I think. <laughs> Tell that to Ina Blyton. No, not Ina Blyton. Yeah, Ina Blyton? Maybe? I can't remember. Oh, Did she ever? No, I don't think it's Ina Blyton. Y- y- are you thinking of the... Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Who was that? Oh no, my brain is broken. Ooh, Jesus, yeah, I can't remember either. Um, if only you hadn't drank my tea. <laughs> that has my opiates in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, obviously Pikachu doesn't like this. So Ash thinks Pikachu is fine as it is, saying it doesn't need yeah. fads. It's the inside that counts. And Missy goes back, they both count. And they both argue about it for the next five minutes. Yeah. Um, like that, that is their relationships. Like, in a nutshell, in yeah. In a nutshell. Um, so Susie suggests Brock stops them but Brock says nah forget about it <laughs> Ash argues that if she thinks fashion is great bring Psyduck to that salon and see how they can do about it and Missy thinks it's a great idea and then she realises oh it's Psyduck and gets disheartened and Ash thinks haha he's got the last quack Ugh. I'm sorry I- I'm sorry it's, it's just part of the script alright I'm disappointing the dog here with these puns now Missy scoffs that both will look good no matter what they are and Ash agrees that Psyduck will, <laughs> but Missy will not. <laughs> Missy screams at Ash that he knows nothing about fashion. And neither do you, Missy. You've got, like, like let, let, let's be honest here. Let's critique, you know. It's, there's not much to see fashion-wise with Missy, all right? She's, Whereas Ash is the real fashionable Ash one. is a scruffy bastard. You're not accepting anything from him. Beatrix Potter. There you go. Got there in the end. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. She wouldn't okay. be able to say yeah. anything in the chat until she finds No, out. that's yeah. it. She doesn't want... She has to solve this, yeah. So let's critique? What Missy. are we critiquing? Missy. 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 We're um, judging her on her appearance, the 12-year-old girl. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, not to give her a complex or anything, and it definitely won't. Okay. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> She's a fictional character. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so, Missy then looks again at Psyduck for support, but gets nothing but a head tilt. Head tilt. <laughs> and it makes it might be more difficult than first envisioned. Ash tells him to go get get going as Missy says Ash should be jealous when they get back when Miss is even cuter than Pikachu I fucking doubt it absolutely not hasn't got main character no mascot material absolutely not uh, Missy walks out of Susie's place and Psyduck eventually waddles away Susie wonders if inside or outside matters more but since the salon opened she thought about her own methods and how effective they are how how does Team Rocket give you a crisis of confidence yeah. in anything like, if anything, you should make you feel better well, about yourself. they are making money and have cues outside, so she is yeah. probably going like, oh, fuck, if they can do it, what am I doing wrong? Again, I, I don't want to use this as an excuse, but it's literally the people that are wrong here. Yes, the people are wrong. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, so, yeah, Brock takes offense at this. Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brock takes offense at this and says she needs to stick to what she's doing. And Ash says they'll prove it with what's, that what's on side is, matters, is what matters. Apologies for that line. Yeah. Uh, Susie appreciates the backup, but it's, uh, uh, but asks how. Brock suggests that they, instead of style over substance, they give them substance with style. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I thought was a good line. Yeah. 
And speaking of substance with style, it's a favourite part of the show, everybody. The outbreak. And with the outbreak comes... Who's that Pokemon? It's all getting very exciting here on Who's That Pokemon. The crowd, the, 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 the field is packed up. Um, Bert, while you're on 31, you're in touching distance of myself and James. Yeah, one point I could behind. have so, fucking re- like reduced that. You could have. Week. Well, no, we've done well the last few weeks. We've held Jonathan off from getting any points over This the last is true. While. You have done your job, yes. So, I'm still annoyed that I didn't... There's never going to be. There's never going to be a scenario that you caught Jonathan. I was say there's never going to be a scenario where you're leading. <laughs> Look, she's never know. two wins away. Yeah, you never fucking know. So uh, as what, I you, know, you know, and me next time. Yes. So it's she, possible. Like yeah. the next two rounds could be her. It is. It could be all pressure on you uh, now. You know. Like I don't do well under pressure. Well, come on, you're pressure, 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 your pressure. first guess as well. I yes. Know. So. With that then, obviously you have a dex entry. This one is from Heart Gold. Oh, okay. So, entry is, when its fins begin to vibrate, it is a sign that rain will come within a few hours. Hmm, okay. Uh, Buckwell, I have the yeah. list of what's been used in what has yeah, so far. So if you want to take a look through these with me. This is, this isn't cheating, we've been all been doing this since the start. Yeah. <laughs> so when its fins, say that again? When its fins begin to vibrate, it is a sign that rain will come within a few hours. Okay. Fins and rain. Yeah. Okay. Like, I can't think this is gonna, there's gonna be too many to choose from here. Mm. So uh, there, there's two main contenders for me that are standing out. Um, the first one I was thinking of. Yeah. Is done. So oh, it can't okay. be what one had you thought of? Lapras. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to say. Right. Thank you. And it's a Porion. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! So that is a good run. That is a good yeah. run you're on, Burke. I am bossing it. You are. And uh, the scores as it stands now is uh, Burpot 35. James 39 and myself 38. Yeah. <gasps> and I am picking next. The next, next one. Yes. One. Which means I want to get use both to get nothing. Mm. <laughs> ideally, yes. Ideally. Ideally. But ideally is not how this goal how this show uh, works. I am buzzing. You should. <laughs> You've actually caught up. Well done. In the space of four weeks, like, not bad. So Getting back to the show, we cut back inside Susie's salon and we see Brock ushering people to take some seats in the back. Uh, again, all these Pokemon have decorations on them, so you can see who's gone to who first. Yeah. Um, Pikachu and Vulpix are on tables getting massaged and groomed. 
Uh, and Brock says there's going to be a lecture on Pokemon Care, which Susie uh, obviously jumps into immediately with Pikachu. Yep. Um, she's massaging Pikachu, saying Pokemon should be given one if they ever got injured in battle. Um, which is kind of a gimmick they've done with Generation 2, where you can give your Pokemon a haircut and that boosts its happiness. And there's or items you can do as well. like Blue's sister gave haircuts or massages as well. That's right, that's yeah. And that's been a staple since Since then, then yeah. So of like, here's a way to boost boost their happiness. Yeah, when they realise, oh shit, like Pokemon can evolve if they're happy. Yeah. Why do we think of that sooner? And then that just exploded with um, the Green. X and Y, whatever, yes. the... Uh, I forget what it, was called, what it was called in that one. Mm. But it was basically, you get to play with... Yes. You get to play with them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's the, oh yeah, the po- the Pokemon and me. Pokemon and me, that's yeah, it. it. Which is actually quite good as well. That's a very good mechanic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically Susie gives um, gives uh, Pikachu a massage, talking about all this other stuff in between. And as this is happening, this, the queue outside Salon McKay is dwindling until mm-hmm. Misty's the only one left. Um, and actually the chancy trainer from before pops in and uh, says, oh, uh, Susie's uh, lecture is starting. You should pop in to Misty. And Misty just goes, uh, okay. And again, it's all about Pokemon Massage. We cut back to Susie. As like really, really, that's the kind of case of you show up, there's two lines, you get into one line, the other queue starts yeah, acting yeah, really yeah. quickly. That's it, yeah. So you jump into that one. <laughs> and the original queue starts it's, acting. It's, yeah, it's the Don't Stores principle. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. <laughs> so the Tesco rule. Had Misty just stayed in Susie's. Yeah, it would have been fine. No problem. And, and her map side up would have been radiant. <laughs> Probably not, but here we are. Um, so yeah, we cut back to Susie and now Ash has volunteered to uh, show the massaging techniques with Pikachu. He's a bit nervous to start, but we get they, they both get into it in the end and uh, Pikachu's really enjoying it, as you probably would do with a massage. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know, I'm too much of a bloke to go on spa days. Um, confirm or deny, Burke, why have you ever gone on a spa day? I have not. Well, there you go, you're too much of a bloke for it as well. <laughs> <laughs> she's a tomboy as she's really established. She has weeks. tried to lock that in the last couple of weeks, like, you know. Yeah. So whenever she actually does act like a girl, we are going to definitely fucking... Oh, absolutely. Punish her for that, like. <laughs> we are never going to let you lead that up, you know. Show any sign of weakness. <laughs> so, uh, again, so Susie's explaining the reason why you do this is because they're, like, Pikachu's cheeks get, like, sore after battle. So you massage them and it mm-hmm. basically boosts up their energy. So, again, very, like, bespoke, like, treatments for your Pokemon. It's almost like you're supposed to care about them or something. <laughs> um, and then Brock, like, speaks kind of room, almost like adding to it, going, like, the techniques are only as good as the person doing it. And everyone looks at their Pokemon going, oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> I put I put decals on my, on my fucking, like, Pokemon. It's like, as if like you put like flames in your car to make it go yeah. faster. It's not gonna work. Wait, what? Doesn't work? No, it doesn't work. No, I I didn't want to say it, but your car looks terrible. Like it looks <laughs> it looks like something out of fucking Hot Wheels. Come on, man. And <laughs> um, so anyway, meanwhile, as this is happening, um, Salon okay, uh, James, Jesse, and James are uh, finishing off a Squirtle. Uh, I say finish off a Squirtle. It's wearing a wig. It's got roses on the shell. It's got a bow on its tail, and it looks completely fucking embarrassed to be there. Um, As you would be, to be uh, fair. Yeah, fairness. Uh, Jesse remarks, it's the best of his latest line of Pokemon fashions as he gushes about the masterpiece. Rose is a symbol of love and he flops on the floor. We also had daffodils. We ran out of roses. <laughs> so, squirted aside of that then. Um, so, Jesse tells me out then to bring in the next customer. He's still counting money from the last one. And all we see is a silhouette of Misty and Psyduck. They don't realise it then at the time, of course. And Misty, or Meowth, obviously notices she's the only one left of that. Jesse doesn't care how many they are, so long as they appreciate beauty. So they're already believing their own hype here now. The hubris yeah, is taking over. Yeah. And they just want their cut their service service to refine customers. I mean, it goes, that's not how you make profit. Yeah. Um, I mean, but at the same time, they know Misty. They know they should there's know Misty. nothing yeah. but trouble if they engage with her. Yes. And with the Psyduck, 
they're making a double. Oh, <laughs> Boom. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah. So, so Rocket shy away dramatically when they realise who it is. Rocket immediately pounced on Misty and usher her into the salon. But, like, pretending like, oh, come on in, come on in. Don't, don't look at her faces. Uh, and she keeps, no, no, it's the mist, it's the Psyduck I want to get done. It's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. You look better than the Psyduck. <laughs> so they got a taste of giving Ash the makeover in the last episode. That's true. So, like, yeah, they got, like, this oh. is how it happens. Yeah. yeah. This is true. It I actually hope this isn't waking something in me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to wake up the next morning and like James going like, I'm a pretty girl now. <laughs> or he's made over, the, he's uh, giving the dog a makeover or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stickers all over the dog. James, why is there, pretty. James, why is there a big star on the dog's back? Oh, not funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, um, so yeah, James says it's going to be another masterpiece as Missy does get a makeover. A very fetching pink jacket, new hairstyle, new red top. And uh, Missy kind of looks confused at first, uh, but Rocket then shows herself in the mirror, and she loves it. Because remember, she's a girl this episode, right? Yeah. Girls love makeovers, don't they, Birkbot? Yeah, so sure. cute! She is so cute! You're annoyed now, but wait until you get your makeover, and you'll just love it. Yeah, you're going to look brilliant. Okay, I'd like to see that happen. Don't tempt us. <laughs> you do not want to give us creative yeah. control. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, as they look in the mirror, they all love it because I suppose we're artists. We captured the real you. And then they I say the compliments and she says, why don't we try out more styles? I was like, oh, you poor innocent fool. <laughs> so they all scream makeover and they start getting to work on Misty by just basically painting her face. She's got stars, rainbows, rainbows. Yeah. Like a clown. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently she probably very looks like a fucking clown at the moment. So, yeah, that checks out. Mia's scowling in the background going, this is all total shit. Yeah. Um, Meowth has seen enough and they said they want to get that Pikachu so they can interrogate her to see where it is. So Meowth completely blows her cover. Um, which is... It. He ruins it. Like, he's had to fucking everything up here. Like, if anything, what should Rocket do is sack Meowth. Yeah. Throw yeah. him on the street. Like, Fuck literally him. just continue being a salon. We yeah. don't even need to do what would Rocket do. Is like, just do your job. You're actually doing a good yeah. job. You're making some sort of a problem. You're, you're loving this. You're yeah. enjoying this. Yeah. Um, you're your own HR so you don't have to apply to yeah. time off <laughs> makes complete <laughs> sense hypnotise your boss yeah so again Missy now realises what's going on here and Salon Roquet shockingly was Team Rocket all along who oh would have guessed so Jesse and James then say that they were trying to do that until uh, Meow blew their cover and he's getting stomped and elbow dropped for his trouble which he you know deserves Meow then slashes back and uh, their disguises come off completely which is a shame because uh, they're actually quite good costumes for them uh, Missy says they'll tell no- tell them nothing, but Missy then like grabs Misty in a headlock with a paintbrush. Is like, oh, I'll make you look like Frankenstein if you're and not she's careful. Like, ah, no. no, please help! I'm a girl. This episode, uh, Missy then calls out, out for Sadek for help, but Sadek's fucked off. <laughs> uh, they actually I keep looking for it, but he's literally bolted before that's happened. Yeah, so. which is a good thing, as we find he's gone to get help. Yes, like, exactly. This is why Psyduck has a bad rap. He does. He really, really does. He's, he's a decent Pokemon. Yeah, he just sounds annoying. Yeah, you know, it's like Ash basically. And um, so yes, indeed, like Missy gets annoyed that it's gone, but it has just gone back to the other salon to get help. So he wiggles out to the front of it, starts like flailing, like um, you can do the voice better than I can. <laughs> Pikachu obviously understands what that means and Ash presumes something's bad happened to Missy because literally everything bad happens to Missy. Yep. And Pikachu then rushes through, they all follow straight into the Salon Roquet and uh, they call out for Missy and see the Team Rock is holding her to a chair, which is unfortunate. So it's terrorist, it's a hostage situation yeah. now. 
And Susie is obviously has actually joined along as well with the Vulpix, which will tie into things later. Ooh. Yes. So foreshadowing. Foreshadowing indeed. So Missy's relieved to see them both. Ash and Brock are more surprised at what's happened to her. To be fair, the fucking state of her. Yeah. And uh, Missy grumbles. They both snap out of it and tell them to release uh, Misty. Brock said they'll have to wait their turn. Missy's makeover isn't finished yet. Like, Ash and Brock were pissing themselves laughing whenever they saw her as well. Ah, in fairness, yeah, I yeah. would too. Like, come on, if that happened to her, you know. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's just like, oh, you know, is this really the worst thing that could be happened to you that you've got, like, ridiculous makeup? Like, she was to her, yes. who will make you look like Frankenstein. And that's why she... Um, just pitched out. Yes. Yeah. Okay, take whatever. Don't <laughs> just make don't make me green. Don't make me green. I hate green. Make me blue instead. <laughs> fair, would clash with her red hair. That's true. Yeah, you don't want that. You look terrible. You look like fucking Ganondorf. Look like Christmas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, the reason they're doing this, of course, is because it's for beauty research, is what James calls it. And somehow this is what makes Susie pipe so beauty research? That's horse shit. Um, and she argues that beauty's on the inside and all Pokemon are beautiful need to be shown and Jessica goes bullshit everything is a facade everything is shit mm-hmm. we must make ourselves look beautiful for the world and James Scott's at like Susie's knowledge of Pokemon breeding um, and he says it's the outside that counts and then Meowth goes neither of you know about Pokemon breeding we're literally trying to make money it's a scam yep. and again Meowth for the second time in a row fucks things up because he says that in earshot of everyone outside yeah. And they all start going rabble, 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 rabble. Uh, apparently, the second part of the plan was to keep the salon open until they found the rare Pokemon and then shut them. Okay, yeah. Pretty much. Which, again, is not a bad plan, to be no, fair. No, it's not. But, like, mm-hmm. also, they would then might have had a change of heart. And actually grown into it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So they, they hedged their bets. So, or uh, at least market for, like, okay, we'll track that. Yes. And we'll steal it tonight. 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 Yeah. There you have it. Yeah. And don't absolutely blow their cover immediately. Exactly. Playing the long game, but Meowth wasn't interested, yeah. unfortunately. So Jesse says their next masterpiece is going to be the Pikachu and the offer a trade with Misty. No, you see, if they had taken Ash's hat instead, maybe. It's a totally different yeah. story. Yeah. Oh man, like Misty is like there already. Like, it, it, it's gone. Yeah. Um, so Ash uh, suggests a battle too, and Brock wants in on this, which is surprising. A lesser spot of Brock battle here. And Pikachu wants to square up as well. Um, James laughs it off saying, Selling Roquet has a fashion battle platform. Takes out a big microphone, presses a button, and the whole building goes up in smoke. And do we kind of hear Jesse then saying, get ready for our fashion extravaganza, a Pokemon battle phone, a Zoolander walk-off, or some shit like that. <laughs> um, which should have been the case, to be honest. So we see like a string of lighted steps streaming down. We hear Jesse and James doing a slightly different version of their motto here. Both are in costume. Jesse is the cavalier. Whereas James is the Bavarian uh, like uh, waitress, yeah. which is like, wow, James, you really yeah, are. He just jumped right into the cross dress. He really does. He literally does properly jump into it. He yeah. loves it. So they're both in costume, uh, and uh, Missy sit on the chair at the top of this kind of pedestal, really, at the center of her kind of this rows. Down more steps, you have Jesse and James, and then on the ground floor is Ashbrook and Susie, and um, where everyone's looking on. So Ash isn't a fan of the playing field, but Jesse and James tell Ekans to and Coffee to begin. Let's just get this shit on the way. They're both still in their costumes in the shop window, by the way. That's been them all the time. Yeah, yeah. They've just been in freeze They've frame. They've just been, like, yeah, freeze frame. Strike a pose. <laughs> <laughs> and Ashley's costumes, uh, says, says costumes are not needed, so Pikachu's already energised from the massage, and Brock brings out Geodude. So Geodude says, is told to use Seismic Toss, grabs up Ekans, and throws it down. But it counters that by rolling... Uh, into a shape and hits Pikachu which is good reversal to be fair mm-hmm. looked like a jellyful donut it did it was a snake field donut instead um, Pikachu uses a thunder shock but coughing uh, and Ekans seemingly resist it maybe their uh, costumes yeah, were yeah, yeah. Oh, they're rubber they're rubber costumes yeah. yeah 
Uh, James asks for a sludge makeover from Coffin and does by sludging Pikachu and Geodude, so they're blinded. Jesse then says to finish it off with both Ekans and Coffin trip over to costumes. Ekans, I can, fair, I can understand. Yeah. How did Coffin trip over? Ekans tri- knocked into Coffin. Maybe. Like it was. Maybe, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, it was a fashion disaster, it has to be said. Meow tells him to get up to finish the battle and they rush onwards until Vulpix steps in and we get another speech then from Susie saying um, that Vulpix will, will take care of them. Jesse keeps trash talking saying they'll get a makeover when they take off Vulpix's tails, which is a bit harsh, you can't. I think Fox and Doxing uh, uh, tails is illegal now anyway, so. Yeah. Um, they're going to get a lesson in breeding, continuing by saying that they're only inward ever beauty, they have no inner strength, which is true. Yeah. Because um, Jesse thinks that Pokemon are all like fashion models, all accounts as a pretty face. Yeah, well, here's the thing Vulpix knows Fire Spin. <laughs> that trumps all arguments. So, um, Fire Spin is a really effective move in the cartoons, as we'll yeah. see, because it's literally a fire tornado. So Meowth agrees with... So much more powerful than it is in the game. Oh, good Christ, yeah. Like, honestly, they've hyped this move up way too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Volpix uses Fire Spin. It engulfs co- Coughing, Ekans, and Meowth. Then um, Jesse and Jay, the James go, please save the gowns. And then they're swept away with it as well. Missy still ties to the chair, cries for help, but the Fire Spin is, uh, is up in flames, quite literally. Fades off, and Team Rocket blasts off again. So we mentioned uh, what should Rocket do? Dude, just open the salon. Just yeah. retire. Yeah. You're having that's fun, it. you know? Um, so yeah, that's how it goes. So we're not going to do what the rocket do. We've already decided. It's it's done. Uh, Volpix stands proud as Ash is impressed by the attack, asking the pocket for information, and then that explains how Wait, Forest Spin works. I just want to say, James is currently looking up how cute is Ekans' face. If Like, Jesse is... Nope. All I was looking up was how long until that Ekans evolves. Ah, yes. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. all right. Cute. CuteSnakes.com begs to differ, James. <laughs> so Brock turns to the crowd saying that cute exterior hits some incredible strengths, which is true because Volpix would be level 43 to learn Fire Spin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yes, it does. Basically Fire Tornado. You pretty much, yeah. Um, this is the Pokemon's true personality and the crowd then go, oh shit, he was right all along. Okay, wipe the shit off this Pokemon's face. Uh, and then Sonic wanders to the steps and Missy calls for it saying, it ducked out on me, but don't tish. <sighs> At least it wasn't me out to do the pun this yeah. time. Yeah. Um, she's all burnt out from the fire spin, so she's not happy about this. Uh, and to command Psyduck to untie her. So back at Susie's, uh, Volpix gets a pet for its hard work, and uh, Susie says thanks for everyone for making her believe in what she's doing again. Mm-hmm. Ash thanks her for the compliment and praises her ability. Uh, Brock is then told by Susie that she is very impressed with how she handled the Pokemon. Uh, and Brock basically uh, approaches her and says, I cannot be your teacher, I'm still learning myself. Which yeah. is good, because then she's on a journey of her own then. Because um, she says... I mean, she still knows more than Brock. I think everyone knows more than Brock, to be so fair. So yeah. she could teach him yes. that much. Brock is just a meathead that's really good at cooking. Yeah. That's the thing. Like He does get things sometimes right, but she's the one that actually has the talent. Yeah. Brock is a one-trick pony. Yeah. At this time, anyway. Then he gets better. Because um, now we have a point to it. Ash asks if he's if she's leaving, closing the salon, and Susie explains that she needs to leave to learn more, which is a fair point. And there's only so much you can do rubbing chances for a living. Yeah. And uh, that does actually sound like a euphemism, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, so it, it wants Brock to continue as well because now they're going to be rivals. So as this happens, Vulpix rubs up to leans on on, uh, yeah. on Brock, which as you know is a very powerful message from an animal. Yeah. And Susie would like him to take care of Vulpix for her. Vulpix. Yeah, there you go. And uh, Brock's the first person apart from her that's been friendly with. So Vulpix okay. taking a liking to, to Brock here, which is He's nice. He's done something, right? Yeah, in This fairness. is, again, another affiliation he has with a fire Pokemon, because he was the one who kind of rescued Charmander that's and right, gave yeah. it to Ash. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's a like, he's Rock a rock trainer. Have, rock yeah. should have gotten the Charmander. I think yes. like, we mentioned that before. Yeah. It made sense if the all got started. Yeah, it never turned Which out. I think away. they did with the later, later well, gens. Like, yeah, someone got each one got a starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of fixed that, didn't they? Um, so yeah, uh, Volpix is gonna go with Brock. Like she just like hands it a ball and just pops in, and yeah. Brock gets oh, no. and everyone gets a little teary eyed, going like oh, he literally just got a gift of Volpix. Yeah, lucky bastard. Um, and yeah, they all look on as uh, as uh, basically Volpix now joins the team. Ash turns and notices that Misty is still in the makeup and starts yeah. laughing again, which is fair. Misty gets defensive, saying it was very fashionable at the time. I was young and needed the money. Um, and then the narrator focuses on Brock to see us out as Susie waves them away. And as we do, on the opposite side of the street, we have a, a mob of angry customers chasing Team Rocket down the streets. <laughs> Jesse says, no, clearly you're too ugly for our fabulous designs. Because that was the problem after all. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Anyway, um, we're going to quickly jump into the Pokedex. Only uh, one entry to end this episode off. Sorry okay. for rushing through this, guys. Unfortunately, we're on schedule. But uh, we're going to talk about Vulpix. And... Um, Big fan of Vulpix, Vulpix I'm not going to lie. Yeah. One of my favourite Pokemon. Um, Ninetales as well. To be fair, I'm just a big fiend for fire types. Like, I will happily sing their praises. Um, fair enough. You know? I don't think I've... Again, it's one that would have just been... Get it crossed off the list of things they have to get. And yeah. never use it again. Oh, definitely. There's definitely a certain aspect of that. Um, so, a little bit of uh, trivia here about, uh, about Vulpix. It was called Foxfire in the beta. Yeah. It was very literal. Um, then Mozilla came in and said no. Exactly. <laughs> Copyright. Um, so, uh, it, obviously, it is a fox. It's a red fox in particular. But um, you might be wondering why it learns ghost and psychic type moves. Yes. So, the reason this is, is because it's because of the kitsune of Japanese legend. Mm. It's a spirit. It's a spiritual fox, essentially. Okay. So, that's why you can learn ghost moves like Shadow Ball and Confuse Ray or psychic type like Extrasensory. Yeah. Um, so that's why it does that. Um, and yeah, like obviously when you, when you kind of see it then with Ninetales, it makes complete sense then because that is essentially the Ninetales Kitsune legend. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it makes sense. Um, Name-wise, not much to say really. The Latin for fox is Vulps. So okay. it literally is like Vulpix and the number six. Yeah. For, six its, for its tails, yeah. And it's also, again, another interesting thing about, uh, about Vulpix is that it got an alternate form uh, in, uh, in Sun and Moon. So... We had like uh, in in Sun and Moon, you go to a basically Hawaii variety called Alola, and there's some di- various different species that you would know of, but they yeah. have their different forms. And one, one of the best things they've brought into the series, absolutely. And I'm glad they're continuing that into uh, Pokemon Legends as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, we should get to that because that gold girl is fucking adorable. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but in the uh, in Sun and Moon, you get a special type of Vulpix that isn't in fact a fire type. It's an ice type. Yeah. It's an ice fox. And obviously, it's based on an Arctic fox. Yeah. Goes without saying. Very cute, very wholesome. It looks, you know those Arctic like foxes that live in Hawaii? Yeah, duh, obviously. Yeah. Come on. Like, everyone knows that. And they're brought over. Mats are surfing, like. Oh, the Arctic, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's mad surfers they are. Um, but yeah, they're, they're very, very, very lo- nice uh, design. Uh, both of them are well designed, to be honest. Like, they're, yeah. both, they're both very good Pokemons. Um, and good boys. They're all very good boys, absolutely. As we all know, foxes are not dogs, but also good boys. Yes. yes. That is the rule. All foxes are good boys. Yeah. Um, fun fact, actually, the Japanese name for uh, Vulpix is Rokon, right? So Roku is number six, and Con is the word for grudge. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. But uh, Con is also the name, the supposed the sound a fox makes in Japan. That's the actual, like, the bark bark is the con. So what does the fox say? Con, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
Yes. What a note to leave that on. Yeah, I know. I'm not even doing an outro for that. Fucking hell. Like, that's, just, that's such an old joke. It's an old meme. Why would you do that? It's like, I was hoping we get... No, fuck that. I'm done. But subscribe to Loblaws if you want it. Like, I'm sorry. Well, that was very funny, me from the past. But uh, unfortunately, I have to be really professional and start doing this outro because I felt guilty leaving it on such a low note. Yeah, it turns out I had to try and catch a bus and it ended up being 20 minutes late anyway. So, fuck me, right? Anyway, who knew buses could be so unreliable? Either way, folks, uh, hopefully you enjoyed that uh, episode of the Jelly Donut podcast. Sorry if there was a bit of a rush towards the end. Uh, I know a lot of you Vulpix stands will probably be wanting us to do that episode justice again, but uh, it's filler. I mean, it's not going to be the first time you see Vulpix, so, you know, any other business we get with that, we'll probably you know, talk about it in the next six or seven episodes and the writers remember that Brock has a Vulpix. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode and you can listen to all of our back catalogue on the uh, Low Blows Network, so give them a follow uh, and you can listen to all of our shows there. You can also uh, listen to their regular hunts in their uh, regular Riesling, Riesling? What the fuck is Riesling? Uh, wrestling. Uh, rundown uh, the Loblos flagship where apparently it's been pretty fucking busy in the world of wrestling and uh, not sure about wrestling I presume they're busy as well whoever they are um, but also if wrestling is not quite your flavour but you also want to hear about an hour and a half worth of good banter you can uh, check out their Ask Loblos where uh, you will get a stupid answer to a stupid question um, or maybe they'll have done the Detectives World Cup by the time this goes out who knows literally anything could happen uh, by the time this goes out but nevertheless uh, you may also be watching this on the uh, Nerds of Us channel uh, in video format if you have thank you very much for supporting the channel and by all means give us a subscription there plenty of content to go around there or perhaps you may be one of the very few that are uh, checking us out on our audio feed on Spotify at Monday Madness LP so give us a follow there on uh, Twitter or on our Twitch channel which we're doing our regular streams now at this point uh, and of course subscribe to us on YouTube we finally hit the big 1000 mark and uh, some of you are real which is exciting so uh, there, there you have it. Um, so that's a very professional outro. So um, see you next week.